Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Not great, Bob. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Wednesday, March 8, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska interview on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 777 of the Biden-Harris administration, 608 days until the 24 presidential election. Instagram, find me there right now. Run, don't walk. The Bob Seska is my handle. Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go. Spoutable, Bob Seska. Patreon, bobseskashow.com. Guess what? It's Cliff Schechter Day on the podcast once again. You might know Cliff from the Stephanie Miller Show or his YouTube channel, link in the description, or from such podcasts as this one. Today we're digging into social media and YouTube. Cliff just had a video taken down by YouTube. We're going to talk about that. Plus, we're going to talk about how treacherous it is these days to talk politics, given how social media algorithms really don't want any politics on their platforms at all. doesn't matter what side you're on. Plus, we're going to talk about the latest Dominion filing, the holy war against trans people, and maybe some nerd talk there at the end. Meantime, please help support this show by subscribing to our Patreon at bobseskashow.com. Okay, here we go again with the great Cliff Schechter. More fun, more music, the Bob Seska Show. We planned to do this. We planned to talk before all this bullshit went down with YouTube. So um, talk about what exactly happened with this video you put up, which YouTube flagged and removed. Is that it? Yeah, well, they did more than that. They flagged and removed it. um, And then they gave us one strike. It's like baseball, dude. Strikes are not good like bowling. They're bad like baseball. Um, They gave us a strike against our channel. For, for sharing election misinformation. First time that's ever happened to me. Um, and if we get two more within 90 days, they permanently nuke our channel. We get one more, they like, I don't think we're allowed to post for a month. And as of right now, we are on a week's ban where we are not allowed to post on our community page to even tell our subscribers what's going on. We're not allowed to put up any new videos, no uploading video and no doing any live streams. Um, and, and it's ludicrous, right? So I'm, I'll explain it all to you. But the, the beauty is, is obviously from this whole experience, you can tell that 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 whiny little, I won't say the word, Glenn Greenwald is right. <laughs> it's just right wingers 
who are, who who are discriminated against, and <laughs> and we should go whine like little babies, like little whiny. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, it's just it's the it's a perfect example of how this garbage about big tech censors conservatives is just that. Obviously, we know it's garbage. Elon Musk on Twitter, uh, and and you know, Facebook is Facebook, and literally led to probably are being stuck with Donald Trump to begin with. And so clearly that's a bunch of crap. But if you want like sort of everyone a regular example, now I've got that for you. Yeah. So we put up a video. It was with uh, Lauren Windsor, if you know who Lauren is. Mm -hmm. Lauren is sort of like, she goes and and only to public officials, elected officials, folks like that, you know, and and just, you know, she sort of shows up and they just start talking um, about, about all their nefarious activities. And we were talking to her about how she walked up to John Eastman, hmm. the, the guy who tried to overthrow our election, who was right. one of the authors of that attempt. Yep. And and you know got him to sort of admit some of this stuff um, on video. And the the YouTube algorithm, which again I actually give YouTube a lot of credit because unlike that fat pasty boy Elon, <laughs> the little whiny baby. <laughs> 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 Unlike a guy who the next time he goes jumps off a yacht in the water may want to not think about not taking clothes off. In fact, he may want to add clothing so we see less of him. Um, I'm sorry. I know that's cruel, but I hate him too, so I don't care. That's He's vicious. fine, Cliff. Yes, I know. But I'll get some people on the left like that's looksism or something. And it's like, well, I look at it more as muskism. Um, <laughs> and by the way, if you're using the word looksism, you need to come up with a new ism. Yeah, you do. new synonym, maybe for looksism. I, I can't help it, you know, and I try not to. But when it comes to people who are evil and awful, sometimes I feel like their appearance fits their personality and their yeah. part and parcel to yeah, each yeah. other. In any case, um, so so um, you know, YouTube actually takes down lies about COVID, takes down lies about the election. That is a very good thing, and it is a positive, progressive step. That obviously Twitter does not take and Facebook maybe kind of. I don't even know what Facebook's policy anymore. Meta, whatever we're calling a company founded by that surfboarding, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to find any kind words from me. Weirdo. Um, The point is, is that we literally shared her video and then she talked about it to us. It's the same exact video that Rachel Maddow showed, which is still up on MSNBC. Yeah. Which is of Eastman admitting you know, but a bunch of the stuff he did that are perhaps if a court could, could find it in themselves or our attorney general tantamount to crimes and treason and, you know, basically trying to overturn the election. And all the, the, the so YouTube has admirably set this up to try to stop this stuff. But the problem is, is they haven't either haven't set it up well or don't give enough of a damn because what it does is, and a bunch of other people have chimed in, reached out to me since said, that happened to me too. So it's, it's not just us. Um, it, it, if it, if I say, you know, election information is for total punk ass losers, they'll just hear or election misinformation. They'll just hear election misinformation. Yeah. Right. I'll be like this group of big dunderheaded, you know, congealed fecal matter known as the Republican party engages <laughs> in lies and the bullshit known as election misinformation. All YouTube will hear in that whole conversation is election misinformation. Exactly. And and so I, they, they ended up 
giving us a strike and sitting like i wake up to like 6 30 in the morning and i see this thing on my youtube like a day ago it's like europe been flagged and getting a strike for you know violating our terms about sharing election misinformation I'm like what the fuck are you guys talking about here wow um and it went from that to you know i tweeted it out because i thought it was a story worth sharing um and, and but you know i'll admit like you know and, and in some ways uh, you use what the world gives you but but and so I am, but it pisses me off. Like, look, I've got a pretty decent sized Twitter account and I've got a blue check mark as much as that means anymore. But, you know, like I have friends with, with bigger accounts like you who will share what I tweet. And so they had the sort of you know, the, the team YouTube, yay, team YouTube answered me on Twitter. And they're like, well, have you tried to appeal? And I was like, yes, I have. And, and you guys rejected that because clearly you didn't have a human do that either. Or it was really a dumb human. There's no way a human looked at that appeal. If, if it no, was they rejected. claim they do. I don't believe that yeah, for a second. No, I don't no. think anybody looks. I don't think anybody or anything looks at appeals. So, <laughs> but somebody did email me. And yeah. I think that's largely because I reached out and emailed them. And because I know the right people and I have a, a decently large presence on, on other social media. And that's not the way it should be. Like, you know, there are people who are doing this stuff, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or podcasting or whatever, who, you know, may are going to their jobs, like working their butts off and trying finding them the spare time to do these things, to try to live their dreams and do something that do something else. Right. And like they they don't have these the, the connections I may have or whatever. And so they get screwed. And so it's a broader fight now. It's not just about reinstating my channel. It's I want you to, to fix your fucking algorithm. You know, I mean, yeah. this is ridiculous. Like you, you're a step better than all these other assholes because you actually want to prevent or claim you do want to prevent this stuff. But if you prevent the people from debunking it, then it's going to be just as bad because if I can't talk about election misinformation, if I can't talk about covid lies, well, then the people that that are nefarious and want to lie that you're Russian bots. And I said bots. That's pretty funny. Bots <laughs> and what have you. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I'm like falling into beavis and butthead. But, uh, 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 <laughs> but I, I see exactly what you're saying, though. I mean, that that's one of many dimensions to this, which is that right. how do you proceed talking about election 2020 and the big lie and the Dominion lawsuit and the revelations from the Dominion lawsuit? How do you cover any of that crap without getting flagged again and again and again that's right. and having to go through this every time you post another video with that topic? And that's how... I believe the algorithm ends up throttling conversation, throttling the discourse in an inappropriate yeah. way. I mean, obviously, if you're going around talking about anti-Semitic tropes and you're marketing in that or whatever other hate speech you're dealing with, if you're a Proud Boys account or something along those lines, I can kind of understand it. But when you're talking about factual information, and in fact, in a way, breaking news with this video of John Eastman, that's serious business. And that should be allowed to flourish. And then Correct. the other thing is, how are you going to ever know whether or not the algorithm is now suppressing your reach? I mean, you may get the, the copyright strike taken away and everything will get resolved as far as this video takedown goes. But will the algorithm punish you, making sure That's that your videos don't show up in, in your subscribers' feeds with the same frequency as they used to? You know what I mean? No, no, you're right. And you hear people sort of look at these things all the time and get concerned. Mm -hmm. And it's rightfully so. I mean, it could be, you know, for some people, it could be whiny if they've got these huge channels and they're doing really well. It's like, oh, but... 
I've seen some people say this, you know, where it's like suddenly out of nowhere, you know, I've just talked to somebody who was telling me that from one month to the next, like their revenue falls 50% on ads, even though they have more views. Yep. Why? Yeah. yeah. You know, like from month to month, you know, suddenly uh, their number of views just falls to like a ridiculous place if you consider the number of subscribers they have. Why? Mm -hmm. And it, it's the arbitrary and capricious nature of it yeah. that is frustrating. Yeah. But you feel like you're dealing with a dictatorial regime, mm -hmm. which is in the end what a monopoly is, uh, you know, and that you have to sort of beg like a supplicant and be like, please don't <laughs> do this to me, you know? And, and, yeah. And like, I didn't go, YouTube is one of the things, you know, I just sort of, you know, I've talked to you about that before when I came on here. I just kind of put together like, hey, you know, that Cleta Mitchell thing and some of those other things I did went kind of viral. I, I, I've kind of always had feel kind of natural in front of a camera. And so when I started thinking about what I wanted to do next, in addition to some of the other things I was doing, like this came to mind. I said, I want to give this a try. But it wasn't like a, I'm going to get rich immediately thing. Like if I just wanted to do that, you know, I'd go and, and, and I'd do like, I'd cover UFC fights or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or I, you know, or like, or I, you know, start a porn company like Glenn Greenwald or, you know, I, I'm going to insult him as many times as I can. In as many ways he did, by the way, folks, you can look it up. Harry studs. He started a porn exactly. company. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, you know what my, my goal here was like, Yes, hopefully make some good money, but do it while educating people about stuff. Do it while debunking crap. Like if I've got a voice that 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 can contribute something, if I'm decent in front of a camera, if I know the issues well enough, well then like let's go out there and do well while doing good, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't want to just. I mean, sure, there been like I have a, a sort of impish and obnoxious sense of humor, as you know. So <laughs> impish, yeah. So I did put up a short the other day of. A guy in a motorcycle who clearly wasn't looking and crashed in the back of a car that stopped for a, a puppy. Oh, I saw that. He did, yeah. He, saw, he did a full flip over his That was amazing. Out. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And it has like 15 or 16,000 views right now <laughs> and, and still growing. Yes. I'm not going to lie. And I don't do that for like, those are shorts, folks. So uh, it's, it's less than a minute. 15, if you get 15,000 views. I'm not even kidding you. I think right now, if I look at the amount of money, I think it's made 71 cents. You're not doing that for the money. <laughs> I know. I, that's I'm, the tragedy of it. You get a, this right, huge I, pop, and then you you look at the revenue, and it's like, what? Right. What is that? I'm doing it because, 71 cents. Right. I'm doing it because I find it funny. It's part of who I am. And if you want to subscribe to my channel, you probably yeah. should like who I am, which is I, I talk about serious political stuff, and I make lots of jokes. It's you know, And so – but otherwise, I, it doesn't, I didn't start it to put up, you know, motorcycle gut guy videos. I started the channel to, to talk about serious issues and mm -hmm. election disinformation and things of that nature are those. And if I can't – so now it, it has this, this chilling effect, right? Yep. Because unless they can make me confident and other people like me because people start coming to me on Twitter and other places saying, that happened to me too. So clearly this is an issue in everybody's minds. If people aren't confident they can talk about things to debunk them, they're just not going to talk about them. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. right. With me, like in the greater good, I, if I can still provide a greater good by going after certain other things, you know, on the right, I'm going to do that. But but we lose something huge there, and it hurts our democracy. Mm -hmm. If one of the few platforms that has said we're not going to allow this to stand makes it so no one can discuss it. So in the end, they really are allowing it to stand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and ultimately, the social media platforms, including YouTube, don't want us talking about politics. They would rather everyone talk about 
dinner recipes or movie reactions or unboxing videos or all the usual crap that's non-political that flourishes on YouTube and other social media. In fact, I've been running into this with Instagram, which is Mark Zuckerberg, which is meta, where it seemed like for a while there with my political content on Instagram, I was trying to find the right keywords and shit like that that wouldn't interfere with the algorithm because you know if you say certain things, they're going to flag that particular post and make sure that no one who follows you will get to see it. I posted inadvertently, I posted something on Facebook that included the word Patreon, and I knew better. It It was accidental. Because I've done this before, where I included the word Patreon in a Facebook post, obviously promoting my Patreon page, and no one sees it's it. It's magic. You can see the difference. Yeah. Like, it's the perfect control group. Exactly. Because you put it up without that word, and like however many you know follow you, whatever, hundreds, <laughs> thousands, whatever, see it. Yeah. And you don't put it up, and, like, and you put it up with that word, and you get like, maybe two reactions exactly. like that's happened to me yep you in fact taught me because you're awesome <laughs> a little trick about about getting around you know sort of and, and a, another friend had brought it up too about getting around the fact that they suppress links yeah. so oh, to yeah. any all these social media all of them basically in their perfect dream world you'd be like donald trump on you know fried chicken and fox and friends like, <laughs> that's all you would do all day is be on their app yeah right like you know and, and, and you never leave. You're just locked in that world. So you put a link to something that leaves and they suppress it. So you and this one other friend of mine were like, what you should do is you, you put in the post, you put the explanation and you, you say to people, hey, see the comment below. <laughs> and I even wonder sometimes, yeah. like, I've been careful not to even use the word video or because I'm worried like Facebook or Twitter or whoever will, because I do this with tweets too. I'll say in a tweet, you know, here's what we talked about, blah, blah, blah. See the next tweet for more information or see the next tweet below. Oh, yeah. And, because I've been told, and, and and essentially, like I don't even use words that I think that they can figure out what I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, so that they can suppress it. Facebook suppresses YouTube videos. That's a fact. Yes. So if you oh, if you put yes. a, a YouTube video up as a post on Facebook. No one's going to see that. And, right. and that's the tragedy of it. It makes it next to impossible for us to promote our work on social media, which is why I'm going through this whole existential crisis with social media right now. I mean, how useful is it even if I can't seem to get, I mean, Twitter, obviously, you can still get political content through on Twitter, although fewer people click on things on Twitter. Right. And that's the conundrum there. And so when you see the rise of websites like Spoutable, for example, which doesn't have that kind of algorithm, what you see is what you get. If you follow someone when they post something, when they post a new spout, you're going to actually see that. And I didn't want to turn this into a promotion for Spoutable, well, what, but this gives you the alternative. You're going to yeah. make me join Spoutable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pre-registered and all that, and I was like, "Oh, fuck." Well, you you know, it's, not, it's nothing against Spoutable. It's just like I'm on LinkedIn, which I barely use. Oh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on Post. You know, I'm on Twitter. I'm honestly, and it's just like, how many of these things? Like, uh, you know, I feel like you know, whining myself. I'm like, oh, I don't want to, but I, <laughs> I, everybody keeps. <laughs> you have a legacy blue check on Twitter, right? I do. You do. Okay. I'm one so, of the corrupt. Le- I, I think that makes me corrupt. <laughs> that's heard. right. I, I We're all dishonest. Yeah. Checker. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can you can automatically get a blue check on Spoutable if you already have one on Twitter. 
Oh, they, they have a program going on there right now. So if you go and sign up and you set up your account, okay. there's like one of the the menu options is you can get verified on Spoutable just by having a blue check on Twitter, a legacy blue check, not the Twitter blue blue check, but a legitimate like verification blue check. Okay, so tell me this then, like to to like you know, I know you, we didn't mean for this to be bad, so we'll get right back to the other stuff. But you're yeah, saying yeah. to me in front of the world, the world is my witness here, that I should go get Unspottable, that it's 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 a good thing and it's worth it and I should go do it. Yes, plus you can post YouTube videos on Spoutable and the fact that it's a YouTube, yeah, video YouTube video won't interfere with your reach on Spoutable. In fact, you can okay. play, when you press play on the YouTube video on Spoutable, it pops open and you can watch the video right there on Spoutable. It's similar to how you can watch a YouTube video on Twitter, but the thing with yep. YouTube videos on Twitter, if you embed that YouTube video on Twitter, people looking at Twitter on their desktop will see the video. People looking at Twitter on their phone, I believe, only see the link to the YouTube video. They don't actually see the video. This is my experience in, in comparing the two formats, desktop versus cell. And so that's something to be aware of. But on Spoutable, you post the YouTube video and you can watch it right there on Spoutable. And the only thing right now, the only asterisk I say about that is you can't directly post videos on Spoutable yet. On uh, Twitter, you can upload a video directly to Twitter and have it embedded in your tweet. You can't do that yet on Spoutable. However, it's on the way. That feature is on the okay. way. Okay. Yeah. Because I've never, like, I think it may be that they jumped into opportunity, but post opened up and, you know, it was, it was, it was good in that, you know, the no Nazis thing and all that. But yeah. the problem was a lot of their stuff wasn't ready, you know, and I put some time into it early on where I felt like, oh, I was, I was like double posting all the time and this and that. Cause of course Twitter wouldn't let you put stuff up that you put on post. Mm -hmm. you, you could do the other. And, and. Uh, and so, and, and, you know, I built up nearly like 6,000 followers or something there. I mean, in like one month, but then I was like, it exhausted me. Yeah. And so that's why I haven't jumped into Spoutable yet, but it seems like I have to, I mean, we obviously just went through, I mean, you know, we went through two things in the past week. One is of course, is the whole damn thing was down because this moron, you know, little man baby fired most of the staff and thinks he knows anything. Um, <laughs> and then of course decided to, to in, one, in one of the whole, most hilarious sort of cell phones in the world, decided to go after a guy and call him all sorts of names. It's fun to watch him suck up to him after. Yeah. Who is disabled and sold a company to Twitter for a hundred million. Uh, but in, because he's a good dude and believes in social democracy, which Iceland has, he didn't want to get it in a payout in stock or bonuses or other ways to, to cut down his taxes. He wanted to be paid to him in wages and work at, at, at Twitter. So he would be taxed at a higher rate because of what the social system there has done for him. Mm -hmm. Literally a guy who's the opposite in spirit of the literal mirror world, right? the <laughs> yeah. Star Trek mirror world of, of Elon Musk. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and of course, Musk started insulting him, you know, oh, you don't do any work and whatever. And of course, at some point, his lawyers must have been like, you dumb, pasty, fat fuck. Yeah, I know, folks, I'm saying it again. Um, <laughs> do you Luxism. Do you, I know, I'm a luxist. Uh, do you realize that, that the minute this guy walks out the door, you have to pay him the full amount? Because he's only been getting like since they sold it two years ago, whatever the wages are on some lower, you know, like what you'd be paid. So they're going to owe him almost a whole hundred million dollars they purchased his company for. And, and I mean, you know, and so somebody's like, hi, hey, Elon, you know, you've been trying to sell plants to Twitter uh, employees, which he's been trying to do seriously. 
That's the level wow. of desperation we're at here. Um, they like, yeah, you're going to have to pop a hundred million bucks in this guy's pocket. <laughs> or he's gonna enjoy. He's gonna nail you in some kind of lawsuit. So then he's oh, like, sure. "Well, he may be staying." He actually called. He actually zoomed in with him. Can you imagine? Uh, like, like this this little biatch zooming in with this guy and having to kiss his ass. <laughs> God, I would. I hope he recorded that. Okay, here's the best way to listen to the Bob Seska Show without all these commercial interruptions. Just go right now to our Patreon page at bobseskashow.com. Scroll down to the link for the ultimate edition of the podcast. And sign up for just $15 per month in exchange for your super generous support. We're going to give you a completely commercial-free version of the Tuesday show, the Wednesday show, and the Thursday show. Plus, you're going to get the Shadow Docket show every Tuesday and Thursday. But wait, there's more. You're also going to get the Friday After Party podcast with me and Kimberly Johnson included in that level of support. All for just $15 a month. You get everything for the ultimate edition of the podcast. Again, that's bobseskashow.com, and we thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Bob Seska! Did you notice the story Elon Musk has bodyguards that trail him all through Twitter headquarters because he's into the shitter because he well, yeah, it's the shitter because he's concerned about a mutiny. (laughs) Maybe that that says more about Elon Musk than it does about the staff. I think Could we have like an old style 17th century mutiny, like with swords (laughs) and like pirates. Yes. Like Twitter employees shouting things like avast, you know what I mean? uh, Exactly. Alas, I am coming to get thee. And you could, they could just sort of like, they could like have sword fights, like Errol Flynn type shit and wear those cool hats yeah. and patches. And that's what I'm dreaming of. They should film that. Yeah. It was like in the movie, uh, <laughs> uh, The Meaning of Life. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, that's right. Holy shit. And then the whole Twitter headquarters becomes a ship. And yes. starts working that's, its way through the city. Yeah. I, that's my dream. Um, but in any case, so, I mean, it, it, seeing him suck up to this, and seeing this guy after that be like, like you know i do this i spend every day with my kids it's amazing i recommend it because of course elon's kids have nothing to do with him because he's Mm -hmm. awful and he made he made one other remark in there too that mocked him i'm trying to remember what it was but so i don't know to get back to the whole thing here i mean that's the issue in social media and you know i found youtube to be the the most progressive of those of the three biggies, I guess, if you want to call them that. I guess TikTok's a biggie too. I don't I'm not on and so I can't speak to TikTok. Yeah. Um uh, but um you know and, and so just it's frustrating because in the end my hope is here um is that we will by by doing this you know, we'll, we'll accomplish something, mm-hmm. you know, like people have already covered it. People covering on Twitter, some media press may cover it and, and maybe cover it accomplishes two things. 
it helps undercut the right wing lie that there is some kind of big tech censorship of them. Like, no, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you count like not allowing you to say the N word or the F word or whatever. And and, and if that, that's what you consider censorship, just go home and cry. And I don't yeah, really care. Yeah. But there's no real censorship of you giving your stupid views. Um, it, it's it clearly this this is arbitrary and it happens to all sorts of people and it happened to me here. So if it accomplishes that, but it also maybe accomplishes YouTube updating their algorithms. So we've got something where actual like truth matters and mm. their algorithm can, I don't know, here's a crazy idea. Tell the difference between people criticizing something and promoting it. Right. Um, look for certain other keywords. Like when I say election disinformation sucks, maybe notice that I said it sucks. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, um, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. And, and at the same time, the algorithm is chasing after people who are just telling the truth, basically reflecting what's in the news. At the same time, both Twitter and Facebook are setting the stage for kind of a repeat of what happened in 2016. And right. that, that includes the fact that now we have this report from the AP showing that pro-Trump forces are using bots to attack yep. uh, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. That, of course, is going to be weaponized against the Democrats soon enough. Oh, of so course. Yeah. That's I all mean, happening even if we, none of us have sympathy yeah. for those two, yeah. you, know, we, you know, we know who's doing it. You know, Trump's doing it in some coordination with, with, of course, you know, is, it, is it Putin? Is it MBS? Is mm -hmm. it, you know, any of the above, right? Yeah. Who yeah. know that he's their guy, not, not these others. And, uh, you know, and, and they're still going to be able to, you know, to do this kind of thing. So that's, that was my whole point about like, if you both sides of this stuff, it's the, it's us who get screwed because we try to follow the rules and I'm not creating mm -hmm. new bot accounts and doing stuff. This is my account. And if you shut it down for a week, I'm not doing anything on there because you, you won't let me. Whereas, you know, if you shut down the similarly, you know, election deniers for saying election denial, the, the pro Trump people, they're just, you know, shut down a thousand accounts. They'll have a thousand new ones up the next day. Yeah. I mean, the point is, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You absolutely should do it and make them have to keep trying to get by you and you keep trying to defend truth and democracy. But like, I shouldn't be thrown into that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They'll, you know, they'll have other people back up doing it and I will be banned for a week or a month or forever. And, and so, and you know yeah, what this comes but, down to also, this comes down to all of this pressure from the Republicans which is the new version of the liberal media bias attack. And yep. this is something we've all talked about, especially in recent months and years, which is that this whole thing about shadow banning exclusively Republicans and conservatives, targeting conservatives for shadow banning, that's 100% grade A bullshit because it's happening across the board, as we've been discussing here for the last half hour, liberals are getting shadow banned. Uh, conservatives are getting shadow banned. It's all political content, irrespective of what side it's coming from. It's getting right. shadow banned. And, and then it comes down to a matter of who's got the better bots ultimately. And so far it's these pro Trump bots and uh, the fact that there aren't enough employees at Twitter to police the bots and the trolls. And this is all going into a, a brand new election season. Plus on top of all of that, Cliff, we've got Facebook, I mean, Meta, I should say Meta, because it's going to be both Facebook and Instagram setting up their own versions of Twitter Blue, which is going to allow all of these trolls to pick up that extra level of legitimacy with the verification badges. They're going to have more access. I never even did that. Do you, do you verify? 
You have, I mean, I don't, I never even understood the, how verification worked on Facebook. I guess it didn't really bother because I mostly haven't used Facebook as a, I've used it, like I, I'm on numerous pages that people sort of added me to when I was, when I've been doing public things. So, yeah. you know, I dump my stuff up on a bunch of pages where, where a bunch of political like-minded folks are. And I put some stuff up on my personal page, but because my personal page has always at least been semi-private, I never went, I mean, I didn't, you know, I knew there was verification, but it wasn't something I ever much bothered with on Facebook. It's impossible. I suppose. It, it, it's impossible to get verified by Meta, uh, it is, okay. whether Facebook well, or Instagram. Instagram is like, try to crack that nut and get verified there. It's next to impossible. I don't know okay. what their criteria are. I've read articles about it. I don't know what the hell Instagram needs to, sh to show that you're worthy of verification, but it's the same on Facebook. I've applied many times on both of those platforms and been denied every single time. So when I talk oh. about my verification blue check on Twitter and Spoutable now, uh, don't think I'm bragging because that's the only place that's verified. Those two platforms are the only places that have verified me, and we're all about to lose our legacy blue checks on Twitter. I was going to say, tw right, I think we're going to lose it on Twitter, and even if we don't. Sometime this it, month, it, it, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't even know. And it, and it means a lot less at this point on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, my, my, my uh, you know, you have something which is like verified replies or whatever. And mine are, are polluted with MAGA garbage, you know, people with mm -hmm. like 18 followers who, who, you know, are paying a, the, the $8 fee a month. So, I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean what it used to mean. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I, 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 you know, it's not being arrogant or elite, elitist anyhow. It's being arrogant and elitist if you're like, I have a blue check. I'm better than you. And if you if you think that, you're a loser, quite honestly. <laughs> right. um, yeah. You have it because you have you exist in or do things in the public realm, and that therefore means there's more danger of defamation to you. There's more danger of people not only harming your reputation, but harming you by pretending to be you and finding out information about you that they shouldn't have and stuff like that. I mean, you know, like you've done your radio show and pod, then it turned into a podcast. I mean, you used to be on radio and you did podcast and you do all this sort of public stuff like that. And, you know, I wrote a book and I didn't, I mean, we both have done stuff that were, you know, like, we're not famous. Like it's, it's mm -hmm. hilarious. I mean, yeah. My wife used to refer to it as bowling fame. I love that. I, I prefer She's like, like the Z list, something like that. If yeah. there's a, if the lists start with the A list and you know, sort of right. mid level celebrities are at the D list. I, I feel like I'm kind of at the Z list. Like That's I've got I would be, a yeah. following, but it's not, you know, it's not gigantic, but I'm satisfied. with Right. It. I always like I always liked the, the bowling fame metaphor because it was like <laughs> there's this sort of small cadre of people that think you're awesome, very small, and everybody else knows has no fucking clue or who you are, nor do they care. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> you know. And like, but but you know, it's it's enough that 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 when you're on a place like Twitter and whatever, and you've done some public things before, you know what you say bears upon your business and, and and what you're trying to promote and if people can just copy you and and go and do that as we found out when when stupid pasty fats though yeah that's elon again um went and you know uh went and, and said oh let's give them to anybody who pays for it and initially didn't check people and all these people pretended to change their names and pretended to be businesses 
mm. and massively harmed all these businesses by saying unbelievable shit. In some cases, it was awesome and cool. Like maybe should there be an oil company and say they believed in climate change and we should get rid of fossil fuels. And I love that. But but in many cases, it was people doing evil things and, and you know, portraying themselves as either people or companies and whatever. And it was a big shit show. And like, like you know, one of his many since he's taken over. And that's for this very reason, because when, mm -hmm. when anybody can impersonate anybody, whether that means anybody has a blue check or nobody has a blue check, there are problems with that. Oh yeah. There are people out there who are going to do that. So, I mean, if you're not, if you're somebody who's there on, you know, who's either not, doesn't done stuff publicly, you get, you know, no one's going to pretend he's going to pretend to be you most likely. And if you of course have a fake name and fake, whatever, then you're free to do whatever the hell you want. Anyhow. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are reasons for this. It's not being arrogant to be like, I need to have something because, you know, it affects what I do. So just uh, changing gears here a little bit. We've been talking about Fox News for as long as we've known each other, certainly much longer than that. Last 15, 20 years at least saying all oh, these yeah. things, accusing Fox News of lying uh, to their viewers, of fabricating news, of fashioning their hard news with a narrative in mind, repeating Republican talking points, getting faxes from the RNC. So now you got to feel vindicated by these Dominion filings, huh? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, I, re I obviously do. You know, I wrote something. It was a 2019, 18, to look back. Whenever uh, uh, Sinclair was going to take over a Tribune, yeah, um, and and even you know expand its reach, I was the, the in-house liberal analyst, which meant that I argued and fought with everybody <laughs> at Sinclair, um, and I enjoyed it because I'm a bit of an asshole that way, and I liked it was like a challenge to take on two, you know, do two dummies equal one normal human? Let's find out when I have to argue with the host and this idiot, but. <laughs> Um, you, you know, and I went on Fox back in those days too. Uh, and, and you, you could see it. I, I tried to explain to people, uh, you know, how it felt. Mm -hmm. and, and the best way I could do is say, when you walked into Sinclair or Fox, you, uh, and now I, it's all become that much more clear. You kind of felt like you left the United States. Yeah. I mean, this, this feeling in the air of like autocracy mm -hmm. and greed and evil and just just values so different than the ones that any of us were brought up with. Just cruel people, and you know, and and but I I'd seen enough behind the scenes and seen you know the hosts yucking it up with the, the losers in the green room like Newt Gingrich. And I mean, you knew what the deal was there. I mean, yeah. is anybody shocked that Rupert Murdoch shared polling information? I mean, we knew that Bush's cousin John Ellis called Florida and other places early. So that then they would have to uncall it and it would give Bush the advantage. I mean, these places have been doing Fox created the basically helped create the Tea Party movement by going in like not just like covering it, but being a part of it. Oh yeah. And you can go again and again to these to these examples. So I do, but but like I still don't feel people are where they need to be. And you know, I had a couple people like flip out on me on Twitter, you know, I don't know, two months ago, or whatever, when I started pointing out that that I, you know, I am a big believer in the fact that people should be able to say a lot of things and that we shouldn't jump on people when they say one thing that's wrong or one thing that's stupid, that we should try to educate them and that kind of thing. But that is so different, mm -hmm. totally separate from machines, basically, yeah. set up to spread disinformation, lies, hurt democracy. I mean, you know, when I mentioned that 
no, an organization should not be able to just call itself a news organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, we should all be referring to it as Fox Entertainment or something like that. <laughs> yeah. There's just no way anybody should call it. I'm going to do that from now on. I'm not calling it Fox News. But but it's beyond that. You know, they, the White House correspondents should pull their paths from the from the the Oval Office from the White House. Um, they should the, the so should whatever the congressional organization is. You know, there there should be something where. And they do this again in other countries. You know, we just have not. It doesn't mean you don't have a freedom of the press. It means you don't have a freedom to to share hate speech and disinformation to the point where it incites violence and gets people to harm themselves and others. And I know that those are subjective, but uh, but people are like, well, you're giving the government so much power. Like, we have a government that makes subjective, like makes those kinds of decisions all the time. Do we go to war? Do we not? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. To think that like we're crossing some line here, you know, it, there is freedom of the press. You can't tell a reporter they can't ask a question. You can't tell them they can't do this. They can't do that. But overall, if you set up some basic standards for what a news organization has to be, and if they knowingly and provingly lie, so it's not like oh Fox went on and they just got this wrong. They fucked it up. That's going to happen to plenty of news organizations, and they should never fear. Oh yeah, that that's yeah. Mean. Well, that was the mistake that Russell Brand made on Bill Maher Friday night. That's where he right. seriously fucked up, among all the oh, other things that he was saying. Is that he was making it seem as though MSNBC getting a story wrong is the same as Fox deliberately lying to its own viewers and knowing that the hosts were right. lying on the air. That, that is a there's a gigantic galactic difference between those two things, and yet Bill Maher was sitting there going, "Yeah, that's a great point, Russell Brand." Of course, because oh, Bill Maher will always die in the cross sake. of free speech. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you know, like he, he doesn't he doesn't have enough speech. Clearly, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I, 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 sorry, I just kicked a drawer in my office by mistake. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> That wasn't out of anger. That was just a mistake. Um, yeah, talk, but, yeah but, Cliff is really pissed off. <laughs> I'm starting to punch shit in here. No, I'm really not. Um, but I mean, that, that is a that is a very important distinction. Russell Brand is not nearly smart enough. I won't shut it. I mean, I, I didn't. I don't watch Bill Maher anymore. But but you know, I haven't for a number of years because of the direction he's gone. In, but but I did see a clip, and I mean, you know, I, I couldn't sit there. Um, the the fact that that who was it again? Who was listening to him? Didn't punch him in the face. John I mean, Hyland. Yeah, that's who he will not shut the fuck up. It's like it's the it's just the worst combination of you're loud as fuck and you're stupid as fuck. Yeah. And you yeah. won't sit there for a second and realize you don't know what you're talking about, you dumb asshole. Yeah, there's this huge appetite for Russell Brand's kind of frenetic bullshit. Yeah, and it used to be that people like to merely gawk at the freak shows as a passing amusement, but now the freaks are revered as influencers and thought leaders. Where yes. <laughs> like Russell Brand just jibber 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 jibber. For however long, and for some reason, people hear that and go, well, he really knows what he's talking about. And that's not, <laughs> I don't understand. You know what I'd love how, to see, though? I'd love to see Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen, who's oh, yeah. actually brilliant, take him the fuck apart. That's mm-hmm. what I'd love to see because he's oh, yeah. actually smart and actually bases his comedy on real stuff. But mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, again, like we've, you know, but that's all part of. Every that's all part of our, our whole problem in general. I mean, that's a bigger cultural thing. We've we've equated fame with knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah. Like people who would think that because somebody's on TV, I used to get this too, and yeah, I use it to my benefit like anybody else. Oh, you must be an expert in this or that. 
Mm-hmm. Like somebody called me up and they need to fill a slot. It doesn't mean, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. okay, great. He's a good, he's a good comedian. I guess he's funny. I don't watch his stuff. I remember in the movie, what was it? Uh, Sarah Marshall or whatever. I thought Russell Brown was pretty funny. So, you know, at least in the past, I thought it was funny. Now he hadn't lost his mind yet. And people lose their minds. a la Dennis Miller. They tend to become less funny. Um, so, so maybe he is, maybe he isn't now. I don't really give a shit. He's on there and he won't shut the fuck up to let somebody actually educate him on the fact that people make mistakes, news channels do, and none of them should ever be punished for that. But if you find out there is a huge stark line between news and propaganda, mm-hmm. and if you find out that somebody – and it's not even based on your political viewpoint. Like if you're telling the truth and sharing truths about things and you're taking a more conservative political viewpoint, go for it. Yeah, You know, sit there and do what the Republican Party used to do ages ago and argue for why a non-governmental solution would be the, the best solution to a problem, that mm-hmm. the free market handles it better and blah, 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 blah. But if 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 you're sitting there and knowingly, like with those texts and all the stuff with the Dominion lawsuit that have come out, these guys know they're lying to their viewers. They know they're damaging the country by doing it. They know they're causing division and ripping us apart. Again, one of them, they even, they, they even were admitted it was dangerous and that they were causing violence. Well, those are people that should never be allowed to, to be on a news channel again. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't be in a lot of other democracies because they've proven themselves to be who they are. Now, if they want to go on something called Fox Entertainment or yeah. something, go on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but you don't get to call yourself news and then we all, we all just fucking accept it and let you ask questions like you're a real entity at the White House and at the Pentagon and Congress and whatever. No. I mean, that's why, you know, look, baby steps. I wish we would take bigger ones. We mm-hmm. need to. But I was damn proud that Joe Biden refused to do that, that traditional Super Bowl interview with Fox. Good. Fuck them. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they need to feel it. In their access, do what Fox would do, mm-hmm. which is if they call you, just say, oh, well, you know, that text we saw from Tucker Carlson, we said he doesn't believe what he really says. So you're not a real news organization. I'm not going to answer your question. Next. That's it. Right. Like, right. They're not a real news organization. Treat them like what they are at every one of these places. Congress, Pentagon. I don't care. They ask a political question of you. If you're in a football game and you're a senator, they ask you a question and try to do a gotcha. Sorry, you're, as Tucker Carlson proved or as Sean Hannity proved, he said he didn't believe what he was saying. You're not a real news organization. You're a propaganda outlet set up. You even admitted that you're dangerous to the country. I'm not answering your question. I'll answer the question of somebody who comes from a legitimate news outlet. All right. More with Cliff after these words. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at Squeezed.com. Bob Seska plays more music.
And then the thing that everyone's talking about today, which is that text message where Tucker Carlson says about Donald Trump, I hate him passionately, which is like the sentence of the week or the sentence of the month, maybe even the sentence of the year, for God's sake, because I need to know from your perspective how Tucker will wiggle out of this, because obviously he's going to try. Either he's going to ignore it until the news cycle changes, or he's going to use some excuse like, oh, it's the deep state and they want to divide us. And so that's why this is happening. Or maybe um, how about this one, Cliff? We've all blurted things we didn't mean in the heat of passion. He may do that. I don't think he'll he'll, go ahead. You don't don't think he's going to say anything at all? Nope. I think he's going to power right through (laughs) it. And the thing that he knows is that he he knows that he does work at a propaganda outlet where he literally tried to get a, the one of the few you know one of the few people actually telling the truth the night of the election fired for telling the truth right or i don't know if it's yeah. the night of the election but that that reporter whose name i can't remember um yeah i mean here's my counterpoint to that and that is that the red hat entertainment complex has got to be all over that story today and i'm talking about people like steve bannon who already are attacking Fox News over these filings. In fact, here we are saying similar things that Steve Bannon has been saying <laughs> in the last few days. He, Big he was, difference, yeah, which is we've used 21st century technology to bathe in the last 48 hours. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. But go ahead. But I imagine that Tucker is going to get extreme pressure from his own people to say something about this. I, I don't think he can get well, away different. with not talking about it. I think that he's going to be, yeah. because the anti-Fox News sentiment isn't just coming from our side now. It's coming from inside the house on the right. And so in that regard, I don't know that he can wiggle out of this without uh, I hope at least right. presenting some um, form of mea culpa. I think a lot of it comes down to how much power you have, Yeah, you know, and he has the, because he, you know, who was it who was pointing out what a joke he is, like, you know, the bow tying preppy dork, you know, the bow tied preppy dork when he first came up, then he'd be one to, you know, pretend to be the reasonable conservative, you know, of the center right, who, who at the, you know, who was against uh, the Iraq war. And, and then, of course, he went all pro fascism, like he'll go in whatever direction he is a broken damaged human being who I think has never gotten over the fact that his mom left the family when, when they were young I mean, hate to psychoanalyze, but you can see it in his hatred for women and anything that he thinks is feminine is a self-hatred and whatever. Um, And he hates the world for it. It's like a Joker type thing, Mm -hmm. right? He just wants to see the world burn. He's a, you know, he's a fucking TV dinner Himmler. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, he's the Swanson frozen food fortune. He doesn't need the money. He's worried, he's got millions of dollars, you know, in, in, in inherited money, tens of millions probably. Yeah. So he doesn't need the, to do Fox for the money. He needs to do it because he needs people talking about him. He needs the adulation. He needs a certain group of people to tell him how great he is. Yeah. Like these are the things, you know, like certain other, like, like Elon Musk or Donald Trump, he exists in that same narcissistic universe. So, uh, you know, that's the thing is that he's got the most viewers because he's become exactly what he knew he needed to become because there's no morality there. So I don't know because they, they may just be like if he were somebody with lower ratings, they might step up to him. But it may be that they're willing to forgive him because he will – you know behind the scenes he's begging them 
and he's telling them how, oh, I didn't mean it. And he's saying whatever he needs to say mm-hmm. so that he'll stay in their good graces. Um, if you read those texts, you know it because, you know, they're scared they're going to lose people to Newsmax and other people. So I don't know. I hope you're God. I hope you're right. Yeah, um, it'd be great to see them go after him, you know, and, and uh, but and, and it, they're going to run into this conundrum. Um, and it's going to be fun to watch and just the way I, like, I hate them all and I want to see them just at each other's throats. Like, you know, if, if, you know, meatball DeSantis runs, right. Little booties DeSantis there. Um, if, you know, Nikki Haley's already in this, I'm sorry. If anybody, if anybody doesn't show show the picture of him in those little ridiculous white booties when he went to the hurricane site, it's that's political malpractice or his chipmunk face in the, uh, in the flight helmet when he's trying to look like, like he was filming Mission Impossible or, or uh, you know, Top yes. Gun. Oh, yes. Um, but, but like, you know, he, he it, it, they're going to have to, it's going to be interesting because I do think he's going to run. And I, 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 obviously Haley already is running laughably, but she is. And, you know, like, but Trump is, is Trump. He's crazy. And anybody, anybody who says anything nice about either of his opponents, he's going to immediately say they betrayed conservatives in the Republican Party and blah, 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 blah. So now Tucker and Rupert and all these people that wish Trump would go away are going to be stuck in this place. So it may be that he gets through it short term, but if he doesn't come out like fully in like loving Trump, Trump, who has a big platform, you know, obviously, and can get on media anywhere, is going to go after Tucker and Tucker has to worry he's going to lose his people. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, yeah. you, you may you may be right. I, it may be that it just a, a, the kind of ritual sort of subjugation that we're used to seeing from these right-wing men. He may, he may make Tucker come down to Mar-a-Lago and grovel, is what it may be, like he did to McCarthy. Yeah. McCarthy called him out for January 6th, or like Putin did to him yeah. in Helsinki. You know, like it may be one of those things. I don't know. My question at this point, as we record this uh, mid-afternoon on Wednesday, is that has Trump said anything on Troth Central yet? I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how he avoids it. I don't know how knowing Donald Trump's personality, how does is there he literally people like attached it? to his legs right now? Like there's, there's, they have two trying to wrestle people. his phone away like, from him. It's like the size that it's like Ben Shapiro's and one of them and Stephen Miller, you know, people about that size yeah. are each on one leg holding on. So he can't walk. He has to like limp towards his phone. And they're throwing the, 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 the sort of empty, uh, cartons of KFC at him. To get her to get in the way, you yeah, know, yeah. throwing like like uh, like uh, uh, classified documents under his feet so he slips on them, and uh, <laughs> and I'm trying to keep him from his phone because it's true. I don't see how he, I mean, he reacts to that stuff in such a vicious way. Yeah, but you know, we've seen it before where some of these people, you know, despicable people, Kellyanne Conway, Jenna Ellis, or two that come to mind right away. I'm sure there are others. Uh, that if I thought about it for two seconds, who originally were very anti-Trump and just they made it very, you know, they have no, no shame, no whatever. And they kissed his ass very publicly and they were let back into the circle of love, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, well, this is Fox news. I mean, Fox news has been on Donald Trump's shit list for some time now. And most recently in his CPAC address. So it wasn't just Steve Bannon screaming about Fox news uh, during CPAC. But it was also Donald Trump. And then you throw this in where you've got evidence on this is just the latest occasion where there's evidence of Tucker Carlson saying, 
hey, this guy's fucked in the head. I can't stand Donald Trump. We need right. to do something about this. We need to no longer have him on our air, basically. There's no way Trump sidesteps that attack. He absolutely will take the bait. And in that regard, there's no way Tucker can get away with not addressing it. I mean, he's got he's got to talk about it. But, you know, the, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is, uh, before we wrap up, is Michael Knowles at CPAC wanting Jesus. to eradicate transgenderism. A- am I wrong to believe this will quickly transform into all new state-level laws forcing trans people back into the closet? You're not wrong. Um, you're also not wrong if you're thinking that, like, that is another totalitarian step towards literally dehumanizing people to the point of where you can throw them on a cattle car. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not saying that's where we end up. Uh, I sure as hell hope we don't. I'm just saying in the path. You know, if you read how we get from the beginning, you know, and not just the most infamous in terms of Hitler, I mean, Stalin, Pol Pot, you know, Rwanda mm-hmm. more recently, you know, Bosnia, how you get there, you know, it starts with within certain groups of people are purposely, you know, compare it to, to either bugs or, you know, or, or certain sort of dangerous animals rats things like that they're dehumanized and words like eradicate are used like you would the way you would use a pest control yeah and it starts there and it get and that's how it ends up in some really sick and dangerous places yeah um i mean the the one in the, the idiot bill lee in in tennessee just passed the first banning drag shows even though the dude has now actually they've They've got images of him at drag shows, kind of like Carrie Lake used to take her kid to drag shows before. Another one, by the way, who attacked Trump viciously and now mm-hmm. may theoretically be even his vice presidential <laughs> nominee, if you were to ask. But, uh, I would say she's at the top of the list. I think Carrie I Lake is so most too. likely to be Trump's second in command. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's in just like him. She doesn't really believe any of this shit that she's just a moral black hole. Right. Um, I mean, she once insulted him. She once voted for Obama back in the day. She's who she is. Um, <laughs> Jesus. You know, so, but, you know they're just go back on the trans thing. There was, well, yeah, I was gonna there was just say, a, there was just a law being introduced in Florida where what the proposal is, is to allow the state to seize trans children from their parents even if they're just even vaguely at risk of being trans they can be seized by whatever the florida equivalent of child protective services happens to be so that's what's on the table now even before michael knowles said this thing and what we've seen is every time someone like michael knowles or matt walsh or james o'keefe or any of these people starts going down a road like this very often the republicans pick up that baton and start running with it well, with right. a whole new series of laws the, for, with new laws they wait for someone to push the envelope to a place yeah. where it couldn't previously go and mm-hmm. you know it, it it often was trump himself but before him all you know most people in sort of political office were smart enough to not do this stuff but they would let their their media complex do it for them and and you know push the extremism to a point and you, no you're i mean you're right like it, it's not going to be just what noel said i don't think but it's you see it in a coordinated strategy of what many of them are saying right who is it's not Knowles. one of the other ones now 
Oh, it's Matt Gates, of course, is saying that that uh, I, I was on a was on a podcast with one of these other dumbasses like him, <laughs> and said that like three year olds are allowed to make a choice to have their penises cut off and become girls. Which of course is a lie, but but again, it, so it's always you have to just look and see, you know. And it's it's like a game of right wing or well, let's just call it is fascist bingo, mm. you know. And if yeah. you see in enough places. That's how you know the talking points are being shared. That's mm-hmm. how you know that like there's e- the email lists and the whatever. It's getting out there because, you know, you see a couple people in disparate places starting to use similar language, similar oh, yeah. slurs and lies, the groomer stuff and all that. And yeah, I mean, you're you're right. I think Knowles is one example of numerous ways right now they are dehumanizing trans folks trans kids so that they can move forward with exactly the kinds of laws you're talking about and again it's not a law i mean look it's not this it's you know it's every every one of these things is awful but we do i do have to sort of differentiate between you know going and and taking kids away versus you know putting Mm -hmm. them in a gas chamber but they're both just different levels of awful yeah. And it, it's not lo- a long path to get from one to the other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the people hurt in the process and the kids who will end up committing suicide. And I mean, it, it all just so, so sickens me. It's so it, the, the grossness, for lack of a better term, of people willingly doing this kind of shit, knowing that people will die and just being so evil they don't care for their political careers. Like, I guess, you know. Yeah. I just I marvel getting it. It's the one thing I'll never get used to is how sick and evil certain people are in our society. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oftentimes they're setting the tone. They're creating the talking points that end up worming their way to the other side. It's not just something that's hermetically sealed on the right. It ends up flooding into the left. For example, uh, a few years ago, I remember there were some liberals who actually thought the name of the party was the Democrat Party. There were some liberals who were going around confusing Osama and Obama. And now what I'm seeing is a lot of liberals, at least on Twitter, so I I don't know how representative that is, but I see a lot of liberals going, well, yeah, I thought kids were going in and getting gender-affirming care without their parents' permission. Like, it's okay for them to get that kind of treatment without their parents' permission. And of course, that's 1,000% inaccurate. The American Association of Pediatrics says point blank that this is something that you need parental permission in order to engage in if you are under the age of 18. And it's very if clear. If you know language. doctors at children's hospitals and places, we do, and we've got one of the best ones in the country here yeah. in Cincinnati. Like we, if you you've had these conversations, you know what the truth is here, mm-hmm. and you know that no kids are just sort of arbitrarily saying one day, "Hey, I think I want to I want to go change, um, uh, you know, my gender or identity." Yeah. You know, like that. That's they go through months, if not years. You know, they go through therapy and they go through you know consultations, and I mean, these are not things that just happen easily. Mm-hmm. Which is again where the right always lives in taking complex, complex sub- subjects. Can't speak English right now, and demagoguing about them and yeah. turning them into simplistic, like you know, good and evil, black and white, you know, this kind of stuff. And and you know that yeah, 
I mean, that's what they're doing here. And, and it, it ties into a lot of the themes that they're always obsessed with on the right. Matt, you know, there's a reason why Matt Gates chose to say boy cutting off his penis and not girl, whatever, whatever, because the theme of like, you know, being emasculated yeah. and all of that is, 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 you know, ever present in their attacks on mm-hmm. gay rights and their attacks on women having rights and equality and their attacks on, you know, black men emasculating you because black men having sex with white women, you know, they're coming for your girlfriend, birth of the nation of a nation kind of shit. It's always so tied into their pseudo, you know, sexual and, you know, like kind of like obsessions and their issues with themselves. And so that's the trans thing fits that perfectly. Yeah. Um, Don't trust anyone who defines transitioning as genital mutilation or in any way harming children. This is something that, in addition to requiring parental permission, and by the way, double digits, maybe 50 or 60 of them in the past five to seven years. I mean, that is a very, very small number given the size of the population. At the same time, uh, they all have to be diagnosed by physicians as having gender dysphoria. These are all the things that are very easy to find out. But then you get people like Matt Walsh and uh, Michael Knowles saying, oh, yes, yes, that's what the left is doing right now. They want everyone to be trans. They want everyone to be allowed to genitally mutilate children, which um, in addition to people, by the way, you know, who who have many people who are members of the Catholic Church that for two centuries had a conspiracy of doing this and hiding it. And we could go into other organizations that are right wing from the from, you know, evangelical, you know, Sunday schools to the Boy Scouts to I mean. It's such utter bullshit. And and the thing that you said that made me think quickly, I'll say, of something else, which is, is somebody, you know, who was very involved in so in the pro-choice movement and was involved in various boards of Planned Parenthood and whatever, they always latched onto, first of all, an inaccurate description with, you know, partial birth abortion, quote, oh, yeah, quote, yeah. which is not a thing. Mm-hmm. But they also grabbed onto that conflated with late-term abortions and made it sound like, and again, when you bring up like maybe 50 or 60 kids – the number of those late-term abortions happening every year in this country is so few as to be insane mm-hmm. in terms of how low it is and how much they lie and act like it is. And it is for the exact reasons you would expect because somebody the, – the child the, – the, the, at that point, you're already going to have a stillbirth or you're going to, to – by giving birth, you're going to die. Yeah. Or by giving, you know, like these are the kinds of reasons these things are done, but they grab that 1%, you know, one-tenth of 1% exception, you know, mm-hmm. and they run with it. And that's what they're doing here with these trans cases. It's, yeah. just, it's the same fucking playbook. Uh, before we wrap up, Cliff, I got to ask you about the new season of The Mandalorian. Have you seen uh, episodes one and two yet or just one? No, we were going to watch the other day because we watched that as a family. It's one of those things that actually all four of us, my two boys, my <laughs> wife and you. I love. Yeah, yeah. So so finding a schedule that worked, like, you know, if it's like, <laughs> a, like a Breaking Bad, I can jump right on it. Yeah. But when it's something like that, um, we have to, yeah. So I haven't. I'm excited. Please tell me it's good. Um, I, I it liked is. the show a lot before. I understand. I haven't seen episode two yet, which dropped today, I believe. But from what I've seen on some of the websites, episode two is considerably better than episode one. And I thought episode one was was pretty good. I mean, there was the the Babu Frick species 
makes a return uh, in episode one. Oh, just to, I love the uh, sorry to spoil it for you. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I mean, Baby Yoda, he's the man, obviously. Yeah. Anytime Apollo Creed is showing up in something, you know, it's awesome. <laughs> um, Pedro Pascal is, you know, has impressed me again. I haven't watched, yeah. uh, was it Last of Us yet? But I very much want to. Yeah, we're about to will. start that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so are you watching so, uh, Picard season three? Oh, uh, I, I, I absolutely will be. It hasn't come out yet, right? Oh, yeah. No, we're already coming up on episode four. Of the season three of Picard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm such a jackass. And you know it's, what? It's, here's the problem, folks, when you have kids. is that, like <laughs> they, they have to do stuff. Now, I lost track. Oh, my God, because I know they've brought back all these other people, and I loved the sort of arc of the second one with them going back in time and some of that. I mean, you know, so yes. Okay. Well, looks like I've got plenty of work to do. Yeah. Season three is extraordinarily good. Well, I was not be, a fan. You've already I mean, ruined my sleep tonight. <laughs> that one, my kids and wife don't watch. Yeah. And they didn't get into the Star Trek stuff in the same way as the Star Wars stuff. Cause my wife was always really into that too. So it came from both sides where Star Trek was more just me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, now that I know a couple episodes are out, like when I'm done with work at seven or eight or whenever I get done tonight, then well, you know, unless there's stuff I'm doing with the kids and uh, you can expect I'll be up to one in the morning watching all the Picards and catching up. So you son of a bitch, Bob. It's just uh, <laughs> Well, just so you know, I, I did not like I did not like seasons one and two. I thought really? they were not good. And, okay. you know, look, I mean, it's Star Trek. So what I'm talking about is a matter of degrees. The worst Star Trek is better than the best of other shows. You know what I mean? But but it no, was not I, it was not my thing. Those first two I seasons. I would say this. This new season, say, though, is wonderful. OK, well, that's good to know, especially if you didn't like those new things. I I'm a sucker for time travel. I suspect a lot of people are, which is why so many different series and things engage in it. Yeah, also, yeah. it gives you a lot of creative license when you're like, hey, look, you know, that whole season, we, <laughs> re- we can redo that now because it didn't happen. Right. You know, like all the Avengers stuff or whatever. But I am. So that part brought me into Picard the second season. But if we're being really honest, objectively, I didn't like overall the second season nearly as much as the first season. Um, but I, the, but that, I guess I would disagree with it, which is like the second season I thought was kind of mediocre. I did like, you know, the way it ended with some of the time travel stuff I thought was cool, but I actually did like the first season a decent amount. It just reminded me of some earlier Star Trek stuff with the Romulans being involved and, yeah. and, you know, having to find peace with them brought me back to kind of like Star Trek six and some, you know, you know, with the, with the Klingons. And, and I don't know. I, 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 I kind of, I dug the first season, so we'll just say that. But but uh, second, not as much, except for a little bit of time travel. So, but I'm psyched because I've heard they're bringing everybody everybody back in this. So yeah, I can't see, wait to see the gang together. Again. Season three is Star Trek. I mean, it is absolutely Star Trek. There's some great new characters in it. Uh, Jordy LaForge's daughter, uh, the the new captain of the Titan, uh, Captain Shaw, is a bastard, but he's a great bastard. So I Great mean, bastards are good. <laughs> yeah, he's an a hole, supreme. But oh, and he's I really like so the entertaining. One with Pike. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Stranger New Worlds is the best Star Trek ever, as far as I'm concerned. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and I love the the, the part of that that whole world that it fills in. You, you, know, you know how many know, times uh, you know how many times I've watched season one of Stranger New Worlds so far? <laughs> how many? Give it to me. Seven. 
How I've many? Watched, I've watched it seven times through. I thought at first you said 70. I'm like, holy. <laughs> okay, no. even seven is No, a no, I'm not that much of a nerd, but oh my God, yes, I've watched it seven times. So I've seen Strange New Worlds uh, uh, a total, if you add up all the episodes, 70 times. So am I starving for the new season? Absolutely. Or, or you know what? I you should see, say, you, I should use better terminology. You are. Yeah, I'm, I'm thirsty for <laughs> season two. <laughs> <laughs> they should it's be such like a good show. You, they should be giving you stock. There, I, I know. Right? I know. With what you're, <laughs> I think I'm. That's my next thing. After I get YouTube to reinstate my channel, I'm gonna start yelling at CBS Paramount. Yeah, uh, giving you stock. I gotta find someone who works on one of these shows because, goddamn it, I want to be a Klingon. I, I don't need to be. I don't need to have a speaking part. I just want to stand in the background. Give me a red shirt on Strange New Worlds, or uh, I want to like the Klingon forehead, and I can just be a background Klingon and something. Oh, that would be awesome. That's tough because yeah. I can often think of somebody random that follows me or I know from a lot of series, right? Just randomly, yeah. just because they're into the politics we're into. Uh -huh. um, I don't know if there's anybody from Star Trek who who, uh, who I know it all, who follows me at all. I can't think of anybody from, from either any of those well, shows. You know who follows me? Connection. You know who follows me now? Both who? Uh, Seven of Nine. Seven of Nine follows oh, me, Jerry Ryan. And, and also, yeah, Todd Stashwick, who plays the aforementioned Captain Shaw, Captain of the Titan A. And he so he follows me too. Jerry Ryan, that she needs to follow me because it's okay, you know, for the yes. few crushes I think I'm allowed to have. And uh, she's retweeted stuff like that before. I know her <laughs> politics are good, but but that is, yeah, she's outstanding. And, uh, and whatever. So uh, I'll so, I'll fly my way to the studio. I'll fly my way so, out to L.A. or wherever the hell they're shooting these DM things. DM her and be yeah. like, well, you know, it's like I I, I I won't do that with Mark Hamill so often. Just be like, please, please. I, I, don't, <laughs> yes. I, I want to be one of the, the stormtroopers that can't hit anything. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I'm, like. I'm way too tall. I should be a, a, in the Star Wars universe. I think the best character for me to play would be a Wookiee because I'm just. A, you yeah, know, you're, you're, you're a tall motherfucker. Yeah, whereas yeah. like, you know, uh, I am not. So I'm more average height. So I think I, I, I would have to be, I'd be more like Luke Skywalker. Would you be like, you're kind of short for a stormtrooper, aren't you? And I'd be like, I am, but I'm not Ben Shapiro short. Yeah. And so, you're not, you know, you're not Ugnot short either. So exactly. Exactly. So. All um, right. All right, my friend. Well, uh, where can people find you on YouTube? You got to support Cliff's <laughs> YouTube channel seriously, because you got to break through the algorithm at this point, because I'm sure yeah, that I'm what the algorithm has done is, yeah, the algorithm is probably demoting you from people's feeds right now. So you, the more well, traffic that, you think, get, the more it'll break through all that. Not only did it break up like income coming in, but that was it. And it was so frustrating as we had such momentum. Like the last couple yeah. of weeks, we did a couple of videos, went over 100,000 and brought in like, I want to say 2,000 subscribers or something in the past two weeks. Yeah, and you know, 100,000, that's the threshold for a huge hit. I used to do some work with the uh, the the YouTube channel Mondo Media. They used to do happy mm -hmm. they used to do happy tree friends. I don't know if you remember the cartoon Happy Tree Friends. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, but their standard was if a YouTube video, if one of theirs reached 100,000 views, that was the threshold for a viral hit. That, that signified okay. a well, big fucking deal. That. Yeah. One went over one, one hit like 125 and one actually hit like 155. There you go. And like, you know, and we were getting this momentum and two, you know, thousands of new subscribers and then they do this shit. So folks, what you need to do is, I mean, look, youtube.com slash, you know, whatever. Um, but it's, it's at C Schechter. 
mm-hmm. is right. my handle there. So it's just it's just instead of Cliff Schechter, which is it is a Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter at Cliff Schechter. You can follow find me on YouTube at C Schechter. And C soon spoutable, spoutable soon, right? Next time I'm on your show, uh, I think I'll be <laughs> dropping what my spoutable. Is. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Make sure to uh, like and subscribe Cliff's videos on YouTube as well. I've got a link in the description for all of that stuff. So if you go to bobseska.com, find this episode dated 3823. Scroll on down. You'll find all the links you need right there, as well as on Patreon. So that that too. And by the way, since... Ah, the P word. Yeah, the stupid, stupid P... Oh, my God. Fuck Sorry, Facebook. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I can't stand yeah. that. This is just driving me crazy. All right, my friend. Great talking to you. Listen, awesome talking to you. And, and I just say I'm glad that like, chance had us at this moment, this time, because there's yeah. no one I would have wanted to talk to you about what happened with YouTube first than you. So nope. thank you for uh, having me on, buddy. Good luck. For what it's worth, any help you need, just let me know. Absolutely. We'll get it, we'll get it sorted out. All You're right. a good man. Thanks for listening, folks. Take care, buddy. Take care, man. Bye-bye.
tell you about the hard times While it's so slim, can't afford a rhyme Sisters in rehab, bros in the slammer Looking like royalty and dollar store glamour Rub two sticks and make a fire Toss two donuts in the street and call it a car Bills ain't paid and thermostats broke Duct tape shoes and sack for a coat Bum drink a bad whiskey under a bridge College degree didn't help him a smidge Mama's in the kitchen, baby's in the back Daddy's in the basement working hard on tracks Roach is so big, got a shade sandwich Can't afford school, don't speak the language Busted again, gotta pay the fine Take a seat and relax, it's just a hard time Life, love, pursuit of happiness Can't see goals through the hard time thickness Baby juicing out for the bread so warm Mommy's crying too cause she's hungry and torn The Beatles saying can't buy me love But that's okay with love we flush Baby just want a job and some food Beg for a dollar, ain't trying to be rude One for the money, two for the show Three, get your hand over a cray po All around the world, bees making honey And I touch your thigh, to me that's the money Said life, love, pursuit of happiness You and me together in a hard time's mess Life, love, pursuit of happiness You and me together and I feel so blessed It's hard time 